0: Have you checked out the new Brian Nichols Show collection over at Proud Libertarian? Head to BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash shop and you can grab some amazing Liberty swag that will definitely help pique some interest from our Good Ideas Don't Require Force snapbacks, Alexa Overthrow the Government t-shirts, Question Everything mugs, and of course our ever popular Don't Hurt People, Don't Take People's Stuff bumper sticker. The Brian Nichols Show shop over at Proud Libertarian has all the Liberty swag you need. And hey, if you're looking for more awesome Liberty apparel, check out the rest of the amazing Proud Libertarian store while you're over there. And be sure to use code TBNS at checkout to get 10% off your entire order. That's right, 10% off your entire order from Proud Libertarian including everything over at the Brian Nichols Show shop. And all you have to use is code TBNS at checkout. One more time, head to Show.com forward slash shop and check out the brand new Brian Nichols Show store over at Proud Libertarian and use code TBNS at checkout for 10% off your entire Entire order. Victor Antonio, welcome to the program. Selling is all about really, we're not selling a product, you're not selling a service, you're not selling value, you're not selling whatever you think you're selling a solution, you're selling change. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. As a sales and marketing executive in the greater telecommunications cybersecurity industry, Brian works with C-level executives to help them future-proof their company's infrastructure for an uncertain future. And in each episode, Brian takes that experience and applies it to the liberty movement. This is why we talk about being the trusted advisor. You should be able to help use that expert guidance and all the opinions that I'm sure that you have and help lead them towards not just a decision, but the right decision. Instead of focusing on simply winning arguments or being right, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and their application in the world of politics, showing you how to ask better questions, tell better stories, and ultimately change people's minds. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. Well, happy Wednesday there folks, Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show, and thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, in fact, your humble host, and today we are uh, having our returning guest and it's a guest I am so excited to have in the program. One, Carla Howell. Now, Carla is a. She, she came on the show. She talked about uh, selling Liberty back. Uh, oh, my goodness. It was, must have been the beginning of this past year. Uh, time in COVID has just b- broken my brain. Uh, but then, uh, looking today, why Carla's on the show, we're, we're talking about using art, specifically music, to reach people. On, on specific issues, and we're focusing today on her one song, which just got a brand new music video, Yak Yak Bourbon, talking about the damaging impacts and consequences of prohibition, both from the 1920s, but also the more recent prohibitions we've seen take place in regards to marijuana, uh, and <laughs> name, name the drug that has been out there. So, uh, great conversation focusing the damaging impacts there of prohibition, through the use of song, but then also going back and focusing on, yes, this is what we talk about here on the show quite regularly, not responding to narratives, but rather setting the narratives. Carla has had success in a very left-leaning state in Massachusetts in helping reset narratives instead of responding to narratives. She's got to dig into how she did that, and why it's important for us in the liberty world to make sure we're doing the same. So with that being said, on to the show, Carla Howell here on The Brian Nichols Show.
1: Hi, thank you.
0: How are you? I'm doing well, doing well, Carla. Thank you so much for joining us on uh, the program again, and thank you for all you're doing, bringing the world of liberty to people through the love of music. And uh, that we've talked about this before. Music is one of those, uh, just it's a medium that can transcend politics. It transcends so many things that hold us back in life. But Let's before we get into the world of music, let's get into the world of Carla Hollow. So let's uh, reintroduce yourself to the Brian Nichols show audience. Carla, what brings you to the world of liberty from a sales perspective, but specifically using that of music?
1: Well, let's see. I got active in the 90s and I had spent a lot of my life being apolitical and I don't like politics. You know, it's, it's really horrible stuff. Um, but I started to really see the consequences of government intervention in healthcare, and I got active with the Libertarian Party in 1996, and it's just been uh, full speed ahead ever since then. And what struck me early on was that, hearkening back to the early 70s when I was in high school and how music was such a pivotal part of the whole movement, anti-war movement, sex, drugs, and rock and roll movement, uh, real cultural change... Um, I thought, you know, this libertarian movement needs music. And uh, so I set out to write a bunch of songs and refined them over the years and released them, just started releasing them year before last. So I've released three songs so far and now two music videos. I just released the music video for Yak Yak Bourbon, which is a song about the drug and alcohol prohibitions and how they're extremely parallel and how they both absolutely fail in in fundamentally the same ways Um, and to really drive that point home so that we hopefully that, you know, obviously, obviously those of us who are libertarian already believe, you know, this drug war is a complete, not only failure, but has been highly, highly destructive and should be repealed. A lot of people are still like, okay, marijuana, I'm on board with that. But, you know, heroin, oh, you know, opioids, we, we can't go that far but uh, we actually can go that far and have to go that far. And that is the responsible and safe thing to do. And so I'm hoping this song will just get people a little bit more recognizing that prohibitions don't work. They simply don't work and they make things worse. And then you have to go to the next step. Okay. They don't work. They make things worse. Now we have to actually repeal them. And that's where a lot of people kind of just leave the conversation because they still just, yeah, you know, repeal, like stop doing it, like <laughs> make heroin legal.
0: Oh, I hit one of my coworkers with that. We were talking about heroin. He goes, I mean, could you imagine if heroin was just like available to get purchased? Like how crazy that would be? I was like, yeah, how crazy that would be. Like, because then people wouldn't be afraid of seeking out help because they're afraid of going and buying the illegal substance and then. In return, being arrested or put in jail for having said illegal substance, they can instead say, "Hey, I at least know number one that this is going to be safe. Number two, I well, I say safe, relatively speaking. I know it's not you know spiked with fentanyl or something like that. Um, but also, when the time comes that if I want to get help now, I feel I have an avenue. Um, and how about this, Carla? I was I I." Complete 180. We're going to go ahead. I changed my mind because I'm the host of the show. We're going to go ahead and watch your actual uh, video here of Yak Yak uh, Bourbon because I think hearing the actual song, hearing the the, the lyrics that you've had here, it does not only have the correlation between alcohol prohibition and uh, drug uh, prohibition across the board, but something we talked about beforehand, I want to uh, tease that in terms of how we're approaching society in terms of just a prohibitionary mindset across the board So that being said, yak, yak, bourbon. Well, the
2: great war was over and the mood was glum. It was time to ban that demon rum. So in came the alcohol prohibition. Hallelujah, here comes salvation. No more cavorting at the evil saloons. We'll all be silly. Now we've outlawed booze. Preacher Sunday said the rain of tears is now over, but America was never to be as sober. Yak yak bourbon and a moonshine. America's one big party time. Drinks that whiskey or a bathtub. There was always a place to put bootleg down Everyone was stealing, even police Yes, even your local rabbis and priests The real McCoy guaranteed to be good But some swilled alcohol made from wood Many a flapper met an early grave As rock, gut, booze became something to So who? When the prohibition ended and the demons were gone We needed someone else to blame our troubles on So in came the war against a plant called hemp And any drug lacking FDA consent To find a high you don't have to go far Try the street or a school or your neighborhood An
0: Yes, we will include that in the show notes for anyone who is interested in catching. Uh, yes, the music video, which uh, we just had play here for our YouTube uh, watchers. But Carla, yes, we're going back to the beginning. What we talked about prohibition. That's what inspired Yak Yak Bourbon. And you, and you see this in the beginning. You talk about specifically the alcohol prohibition you go through and then tell a story of the FDA. Uh, I'm sorry, the uh, the prohibition rather on, on marijuana and how the FDA was pretty much the one saying anything else beyond what we actually say is safe. Uh, stay away from that. And actually, we're going to get illegal. Um, and we fast forward to today. We're seeing that all over again. That was something I wanted to tie together because right now we see this exact prohibitionary mentality of, well, my team is going to say what is safe and what's not safe, what is right and what is wrong. And we're going to use these government organizations to reaffirm that what we're saying is correct surprisingly enough just like what happened uh in in terms of prohibition throughout the years so carla I, j- I just i had to bring that up because i i think that is something a lot of people can really feel right now is that entire mentality of other people just thinking they know better for everybody else
1: yeah with the vaccine mandates in particular i assume you were referring to um and lockdowns and everything else uh you know, I was actually getting sad watching that video because I was just reminded of the harm that it does. And the people who are in prison, who still remain in prison, hundreds of thousands of people, a million people got arrested in 2019 for marijuana. Okay. We are not over this drug war. Um, The 60,000 or so, if that number is correct, so-called opioid deaths, which are actually fentanyl deaths, as you mentioned, and that's that wouldn't happen with legality. We actually get rid of one of the biggest problems with drugs by just simply labeling them and being able to quality assure them, you know, quality manufacturing um, so that people aren't hurt. You know, people are getting hurt. And that's that's terrible. That's government supposed to be making us safe and what, looking out for the common good or the common wealth. And, and it's doing the opposite here. It's doing the absolute opposite here. So if you want things to get better, if you want less crime and more better health and more safety, um, then the answer is to completely repeal this war and to do it as quickly as possible.
0: Oh, Amen. I, I can't agree more. And I think your average listener is listening and they're nodding in agreement, Carla. But unfortunately, the, the challenge isn't to convince the people who already agree with us. The challenge is to reach people who haven't heard the message yet or at least haven't been convinced that our solutions are actually going to make things better so you write yak yak bourbon and you're trying to help show not just the the problem but the overall ineptitude of the government solution in number one actually solving the problem but number two how the government solution actually made things not only worse but more dangerous can you dig into that a little bit more
1: yeah, well, crime—you know—organized crime was born in this country in the '20s with Al Capone and people like him, who uh, who really got the ball rolling. And then they went into other businesses like drugs and prostitution and you know black markets and so forth. Um, and then you know, same thing with the drug prohibition, Crips and Bloods and uh, MS13 and all these uh, really scary gangs. Um, uh, it's 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 really. Horrendous. And I, you know, I wanted to say something about when you talk about music, the difference that it makes, I think in this particular song, because in a song, you can't say too much, you know, you can't start going, talking about proposals and, you know, uh, put a, put a whole campaign pitch together in a song. So I think what this song can do is get people just to sort of be more willing to let it go, you know, even if they're not like, wow, I must run out right now and run for office on ending the war on drugs or support a candidate who's doing that. It it might just get them to say, you know what? I can accept that as an issue. My main issue is the environment is, is the economy or my family or the schools or whatever it is. And yeah, I, I don't know about that war on drugs, but you know, when they see a video like this, I'm hoping what it will do is get them to go Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The drug war doesn't work. So yeah, even though this candidate is advocating ending the war on drugs, which is a little radical for me. um, Yeah. I know it's completely failed and yeah. Okay. Maybe we should try it, you know, and it's not my number one issue anyway, you know? So that's the kind of what I kind of hope that this kind these kinds of songs will do is move those people, those independents, those people who are, Convincible to move a little bit from where they are uh, to do that, to move in a libertarian direction on this issue.
0: Police protection was no longer fair. Cold-blooded murder was no longer rare. It seems Preacher's Sunday's claim was an error because the reign of tears became the reign of terror. Fast forward to 2021, 2020. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Those kind of ring true as well. You wrote this in 2019, Carla. A little prophetic?
1: Um. I actually wrote it before I released it in 2019 and, and uh, finished sort of perfecting it a little before that. Um, you could say, I mean, I can't say I, I uh, really saw this coming. I, it's shocking. It's shocking. And it's kind of also not surprising because those of us who have been active for a while know that government has, on the whole, been growing. We've, made some, we've had some successes. We've moved towards freedom in a few directions, but overall, not doing really well government's getting massively bigger and the audacity of the controls that they're trying to impose on people now it's not just allowing people to do drugs now it's you must take our vaccine and it doesn't matter if a growing number of experts are pointing to the fact that uh, adverse reactions are being underreported and actually may create a greater risk especially for younger people who are not, you know, in in high-risk comorbidity situations, for them, the risk of the vaccine might actually be higher than um, COVID, and that the the real solution is to treat it. Now, I am no doctor. I don't know the answer. The free market is the only place we we can really go to get these questions answered, Um, but we certainly don't want a Dr. Fauci or any other government government official. I mean, if you, if you or I could pick the very best expert in the world uh, on epidemiology to be the spokesperson for the federal government, I'd say, no, we don't want any one person dictating um, what the policy should be. The market needs to work these things out. Uh, the, you know, and we would have so much better communication and knowledge amongst the general population. Instead, we have, two sets of opinions that are all lined up with political parties with the left and the right, which is insane, it has nothing to do with science. And it's not going to get us to a place where um, people are making the best and most informed choices, not to mention the amount of freedom that it's taking away from people, which is pretty shocking. And it's it's not at all, you know, some people say it's the worst um, violation of our freedoms in our lifetime. Well, there's a lot of competition for that. So, uh, I mean, healthcare in general, we are being massively controlled in the whole healthcare realm. A lot of our choices are severely limited, which means people's life will will not live as long or be as healthy or be as comfortable, uh, because we don't have a truly free market in healthcare. And that is a huge imposition on our civil rights and our human rights. Um, but this one's bad and, and it's, um, So instead of saying you can't take a drug, we're forcing you to take a drug in effect. And uh, it was very nice to hear the news the other day of the stay from a federal peace appeals court that said uh, no dice to Biden, at least for now. Um, But, you know, there's already tons of employers who have imposed uh, these, you know, have seen it coming or see the writing on the wall and, and people are being forced to get vaccinated. And many have who did not want to. And that is just so wrong.
0: Carla, we're seeing this across the board. People starting to question what is this approach where one person or just one group of people are supposed to t- determine what everybody else in society is supposed to do? And we're seeing yeah. this right now, especially with the BBB, the Build Back Better proposals being brought forth by the Biden administration. And Part of what we've seen has been the problem, and I'm just gonna classify the the greater liberty world as the right in this just for the sake of, of you know the conversation, but the right has constantly been in response mode. Instead yeah. of going out and setting narratives, we're constantly responding to narratives. So yeah. what would be your advice, especially looking at the BBB, to help change the conversations where we're in the driver's seat, we're setting the conversations, instead of constantly playing catch up and constantly trying to respond to the people's conversations and narratives that they're setting for,
1: Yeah. Well, what we've been hearing for, the of, for most of this year is proposal for a $3.5 trillion increase in government. And it's all a conversation and you listen to Fox or listen to right-wing radio, and it's all about what's wrong, 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 wrong with this proposal. And there's a lot to be said about it. And we do want to have that conversation, but it's, dominated everything and almost no one is saying what if instead of another 3.5 trillion we take away 3.5 trillion over 10 years how about we take away one to two trillion next in the next budget like right now right now let's slash the federal government by 50 percent companies do this all the time and yeah it's a big deal that a lot of people you know have to move have to get new jobs but they're not being executed, you know, life goes on. A lot of them will, will say if three, six months down the road, you know, I'm in a much happier job now. That was actually a really good move for me. That's happened to me. Um, and so, you know, it's just like change. Yeah. Change is a little uncomfortable. We have cars because people had to move from horse and buggy to cars. And I'm sure that was a major transition for a lot of people, but come on, you know um, we need to be talking about and repeating the idea of much, much less government and slashing. And I, my, one of my favorite subjects is, is slashing spending. It's boring. Unfortunately, it's hard to make it exciting, but you can do it if you try. <laughs> um, but because, you know, you don't want to get too much into the math and, and, and technical side of it, but it's fueling the fire. It's feeding the beast. And we need to be starving the beast because the beast is very out of control. And so what we should have been hearing over the last six months when we tune into libertarian or conservative, fiscally, truly fiscally conservative podcasts and media is what would happen if we cut federal spending in half? We'd eventually end the income tax. Uh, We your health freedom would be. We would be restoring health freedom as a precursor to eventually phasing out Medicare. I don't want to pull the rug of Medicare, and Medicaid out from anyone, but I want to create choices that make Medicare and Medicaid look like the bad deal that it is. Because you should be able to get great health care, cheaper than the premiums and everything you're paying for Medicare and for the lousy, lousy people service that you get on Medicaid. You know, these there's just so many benefits to be had and we should be talking and talking and talking repeatedly about Half cutting the federal government in half for starters, you know, forget the 3.5 or 1.2 or any other addition. You got to be kidding me. What we should be talking about is much less government. And what I'm talking about is a principle that um, is incorporated in a game I created called who's driving, which you can um, see online. It's at the Libertarian party. I wrote it down here somewhere. (laughs) Um, LP.org slash who's driving that's w h o s dash driving no apostrophe in there i don't know if if you can even have those in the url i don't think so um and so lp.org slash who's dash driving um, explains a game that a lot of libertarian candidates have been using as a tool to train their candidates so that they are going on the offensive so they are talking about less government new conversation us setting the agenda and them responding to it. And I got to actually do this when I led a ballot initiative in Massachusetts, actually three of them, to cut taxes. Two of them were to end the federal, the state income tax completely, which was unheard of. You know? And, and the, the establishment in Boston, Massachusetts, which is pretty ominous, were you know, attacking and dismissing. And uh, you know when they finally realized that people like this, after we got 45% of the vote the first time we ran it, they started running millions of dollars of ads. And ads attacking it, and uh, but the good thing was we were the ones driving. We were the ones in control of what the conversation was, and that is ninety percent of the game. And we are losing when we spend half a year saying, you know, no more, nothing but no more lockdowns, no vaccine mandates. How about end the CDC and end the FDA? They have completely utterly failed and screwed up healthcare and drugs in this country they've been outrageously wrong political tyrannical and and anti-science i mean they need they need to go there should be no fda or cdc that's the conversation we be, should be having is eliminating these organizations you know not just complaining about what they're doing wrong get rid of them
0: stop responding to the narrative folks Start setting it. We've talked about this. When you're explaining, you're losing. And that's an unfortunate yeah. reality, both in sales, but also in politics. And this is something that I'm, I'm hoping that we're getting better at. And thankfully, we have folks like you, Carla, who have been taking the lead and showing people not only how to do it, but teaching people how to do it so they can teach others. And it's going to help make a difference. We're seeing, and I've said this a million times, my audience is probably so tired of it at this point, but we are seeing the conversations change in terms of, number one, how we are not just presenting our ideas as ideas, but rather we're presenting them as solutions. But number two, that people are actually now, sh- they're now starting to say, maybe it's not, maybe it's not what I'm saying. It's how I'm saying it. It's how I'm presenting it. And I'm not trying to necessarily sell these ideas, but I'm trying to help people buy solutions that they're already looking for right now and just to be that person to help them along the way. And hey, if we can inspire people to start to look towards alternatives with yes, alternatives like that of music then by all means i encourage you because yes we have tools like yak yak bourbon and hey uh, a video that music video that's gonna be coming out here very soon first do no harm and uh you know little nod nod here i uh, might be uh, making a sneak appearance in there as as are many other noted libertarian folks here in the greater liberty world carla give us a sneak peek first do no harm
1: yeah well first do no harm the song is released at my website carlahowell.com um, and it's basically saying before we pass legislation, we need to do treat legislation the way doctors treat or are supposed to treat healthcare: Do no harm. First, do no harm. You're, you want to make the patient better. You don't want to make them worse. Government as as you and I know, Brian, is, you know, we like the sound of this program and we can sell it. And we have all the, the media and all these people backing us to sell it. So we're just going to plow ahead and pass it. What it does is it is, is, is appealing to people to say, no, we need to put any proposed legislation through a very rigorous test to see if it will harm people. And if the answer is it will harm people, don't pass it. That's the idea. First, do no harm. So that's on my website, CarlaHowell.com. And uh, I'm excited because a lot of very interesting libertarians have all participated in the filming and production of that. So um, that's going to be coming out early next year. The video, and um, so please, uh, please check that out. And if I can plug this, Brian, for a second, Yak Yak bur- As as I was saying, Yak Yak Bourbon. The purpose of it is to is to reach people to kind of lower their defenses to the idea of repealing this horrible and failed and destructive war on drugs. That's going to work if people hear it a lot and watch the video a lot. So please go to just. Uh, search on Carla Howell Yak Yak Bourbon Y A K Y A K Bourbon on YouTube and watch it there and share it and you and in the description below the video are instructions for how you can add it to your playlist and share it on Spotify and uh, Amazon Music and iTunes etc so that's going to be key is is putting on your playlist, liking, follow, share, subscribe, all the stuff that's there, all the instructions that are there. That's what's going to make a difference in getting this song out there so we is is actually seen and heard by as many voters as possible.
0: Amen. CarlaHowell.com. I will include the links all in the show notes. Also, folks, we'll include Carla's bio uh, in the, all you do, hit the podcast notes, uh, or rather the artwork there. It'll bring you to the show notes. You can find Carla's bio as well as her social media. And of course, the link to uh, yak yak bourbon and the link to first do no harm but yes keep your eyes open for the video version as it drops early 2022 that being said carla howell thanks for joining the program
1: thank you so much great to see you
0: You've heard the name Ebels, but now you need to remember My Delta 8. From the same people who brought you Ebles, My Delta 8 is Delta 8 THC, offering a semi sedative physical sensation without the overwhelming mental simulation of Delta 9 THC, resulting in a smoother, much milder experience. Both Ebels and My Delta 8 offer both best quality product and customer service in the industry. From helping manage chronic pain, anxiety, depression, and more, the reviews are in, folks. Both Ebles and My Delta 8 are truly game changers as a natural alternative to big pharma drugs. And hey, yours truly here at the Brian Nichols Show can vouch for the quality of Ebles and My Delta 8 having to deal with a herniated disc in my back, plus years of sports injuries. Evils and My Delta 8 offer relief where generic medicines simply mask the pain. And did you know you can get Evils and My Delta 8 delivered right to your door at a special discounted price? That's right. All members of the Brian Nichols Show audience can use promo code TBNS at checkout and boom, discount applied. Again, that's code TBNS at checkout to get the highest quality CBD and Delta 8 THC on the market delivered right to your door. One more time, the code is TBNS at checkout. Alrighty, folks, that's going to wrap up our conversation with Carla Howell, an absolutely fantastic conversation per usual. And if you enjoyed the conversation as much as I did, well, do me a favor, go ahead and give it a share. And when you do, make sure you go ahead and tag Carla and also give yours truly a tag as well at B Nichols Liberty. That being said, coming up. Tomorrow, yes, I know, we're already to Thursday, folks, and uh, I'm excited because we're going to have another solo short, and it's going to be another past guest. Yes, I'm digging into the archives of past guests, and oh man, you guys are spoiled because the one and only Jack Hunter is going to be joining for a great conversation looking at... Maybe a way forward for the greater Liberty world. What's worked and what might work as we move forward? A great solo short with the one and only Jack Hunter. So make sure you've hit that subscribe button so you're not missing a single episode that airs, yes, all seven days of the week. But with that being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off. You're on The Brian Nichols Show for Carla Howell. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. Want to help us reach more people? Give the show a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. Find us at BrianNicholsShow.com and download the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow me on social media at liberty and consider donating to the show at BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nittles Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Laura Stanley, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DeCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network. Audio production for The Brian Nichols Show is brought to you by DB Podcast Audio. Learn more by emailing inquiries to william at dbpodaudio.com.